Yo. Welcome to the Autumn Miles Show. Autumn is a best-selling author, popular speaker, and wife who is obsessed with her husband and four crazy kids. She is also the CEO of the Autumn Miles Ministry, as well as a lipstick and lash enthusiast. Autumn's vision is to speak to the culture with bold truth and challenge you to act in raw faith. Here's Autumn Miles. Hey, hey, guess what? It's your girl, Autumn Miles. We are having, we are going to have the best week ever. Why? Woo! I got a guest in the studio today. He's going to be with us the whole week. Don't mind him for just a second. Um, We are releasing, I I keep saying we, it's me, but I feel like it's a we. We're a team. It's a team. We're a team. Come on. It's a team. Tomorrow, you guys, tomorrow, we are going to release, I am going to release the book Gangster Prayer. It is going to be in stores tomorrow. You can go and buy it. Anywhere books are sold. Anywhere books are sold. You know, I cried when I saw that on my first book when it said anywhere books are sold. It made you feel good, didn't it? Yeah. I was like, well, you need to cherish that. How did this happen? How did this happen? But this week we are going to be talking all about prayer. Um, I, I have a lot to say about it. Clearly, I wrote a book about it. Um, but I, with me to help me talk about prayer and to help me cover the book is my dear friend and like soul brother, like brother from another mother, yes, yes. Rick Walker. Welcome to the show, Rick Walker. Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> How- you very much. Oh my. Excuse me. You okay. How are you? I am fantastic. It's been way too long since I've been here, but thank you. I thought I was banned from the station, but <laughs> You are not they banned. Let, okay, good. Ever. They let me back in and I had to use my fake ID, but they let me in, so <laughs> Let me tell you something about Rick. There it was how many years ago has it been now? Uh, was Probably it? 5. At I least. didn't have the baby yet, and okay. they're 4. Oh yeah, yeah. It was 5ish. Maybe 5ish years yeah. ago. Yeah. Rick um, is my radio mentor. He gave me my first big break in radio, and oh. we co-hosted a show together. Ooh, super dee duper dee. Yeah. <laughs> it was called Power Talk, and Rick, um, we had some good times on seems that show. Seems like forever ago, though, it, doesn't it? It seems like yeah. a lifetime ago. I have to say, you are so prepared, though. I mean, you've got <laughs> assistants, and they've got questions. When we did our radio, we just showed up, and we literally go, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, I, I don't know. What we, do you want to talk we about? We would show up like 10 minutes. <laughs> ahead of time and i'm like so what's the show gonna be about like, tonight well, and he would just look at me and be like, like let's just hear from the callers well, open line <laughs> you did do that uh, a lot well, yeah because if we didn't have a prepared show we're like oh you know this is our favorite show it's open line and then we didn't know where it would go i know it was amazing you though. never know it we was talked about amazing weird stuff. we did yeah we did we talked about super weird stuff but it was late at night on sunday night yeah yeah it was it was awesome and it was it was so fun i always loved going and that's where i got my itch for oh. doing what i'm doing today well and you, you were part of the foundation rick i i feel honored you I do. I, I feel honored. I feel honored sure. to have you in studio. And now you're a big shot traveling the country uh, on radio shows. Can we talk about some of the ones you're going on? Is, yeah. that, is that a secret? Um, It's not a secret. Oh, okay. Go ahead. James Dobson. <laughs> I, know. I know. Can you believe wow. that? Wow, I, that's good. Listen, I was having a really, really bad day that day. I yeah. don't remember what was happening, but, you know, in my life, something tragic. Um, And... We at my my assistant Cassie, who everybody knows, got yep. the email 
And I was like crying. We were in the line for snappy salads. Oh, I... We were getting a salad. Right. And I was sitting in my car waiting for my salad. And it was amazing. I heard the squeal like all the Moses. way from Richardson. Yeah. He's like Moses. No, he's he's like, yeah. he's. I'm very intimidated. He's like the Dr. Dre of rap music. <laughs> Yes. I'm just saying. Except nothing. Because I'm looking like at that. your beats. I'm looking at your beats yeah. head headphones right now. Hey, so. I got some I got some headphone candy. You, know? you do. You yeah, do. I'm a little jealous because I've got like these, you know, five dollar yeah. you know, Walmart specials and <laughs> they got those. They got <laughs> they I, they didn't get those well, at the Apple store. No, I'll tell no, you that. No, I'll tell you I, that. I, I love your beats that you're sporting. Thank well you. done. Thank you very much. They're noise canceling. I use them for my kids. What? What <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be a good show. Okay. Anyway, Rick is with us all week this week. It's going to be amazing. And like we we have good banter. Good we banter. Do. We do. Um, we we are going to hit the edit button if he says anything inappropriate. I I, <laughs> I will try to behave this week. <laughs> no, he loves Jesus. I do. Anyway, uh, we are going to go ahead and get into the book um, and just cover it. So I am going to head all the hosting responsibilities. Go ahead and give them. I'm scared. A little wow. bit nervous. Yeah, I'd be in, I'd be nervous. Over to Rick Walker. Well, now thank go. you. Okay. Uh, wow, that is so dangerous. Handing me the keys to drive. I, I that know, is I crazy. Butterflies in my uh, stomach. First question. Okay. First of all, this book that you have written. This is your third. Third. And uh, it's like I have a trilogy now. It, it's released tomorrow, so you can pre-order today the book mm-hmm. anywhere books are sold. But Gangster Prayer. The first thing I thought of is. Okay, what is Autumn doing here? What gangster <laughs> prayer? Yeah. First Everybody question that, that comes to mind as soon as I saw I'm like, Autumn, what and I love the the subline, relentlessly relentlessly pursuing God with passion and great expectation. Yeah. What is gangster prayer? How'd you come up with that? <clears throat> so, we we have been very um quiet about where the concept came from. I think, especially if you're a daily listener to the show, you guys know that I'm just a tell-it-like-it-is kind of person. Like, I don't have time for... for I just don't have time. No, no. I don't have time for j- right, junk. Like, right. I need to know what's the bottom... I'm a bottom-line type of girl. I'm a, I'm a straight-shooter type of girl. And so, Gangster Prayer has... God actually gave me that term a lot of years ago. And he coined the phrase in my mind, and this is where everything comes from, um, one night I was sitting in my bed cause I like to watch TV in my bed at night. Um, and this is like pre kids, pre just pre. And I was watching the show on, on A and E about real life gangsters. And I was super intrigued by the show. Like I, like if it's real life and if it's like actually happened, I'm drawn yeah, in, yeah, right? Like, yeah. I'm not into, and people are going to not have, agree I with this. I may have seen that, too. I, really? Yeah. It still runs. So. Yeah. It yeah. still runs. Had, so, it highlighted different gangsters. Different, from di- yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Real life gangsters, yeah. mobsters, like all of these people, like drug lords, all this stuff. And I'm watching the show, and um, I, I'm very intrigued. So I keep watching it, like, every single week that it comes out. And I was intrigued by the loyalty of oh, yeah, these, yeah. The, just the... To the family. To the family. Yeah, yeah. To the brotherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, the, they were on mission. 
Mm -hmm. Um, Nothing would divert the mission. And I know this is a little controversial, but this is where the concept of the book came from. Mm. I was intrigued by that because I have a very high sense of loyalty in myself. Yeah. And, um, you know, if there's a mission that God puts me on, I am going to do it no matter what. And I was watching the show and I was just so intrigued by one particular episode. And God said, you like that, do you? And I was thinking, yeah, this is mm. really good. Well, like I'm this is an awful thing to say, but almost inspired by the loyalty to this evil cause. Mm. And God said, they're more passionate about their mission of evil than you are about your mission wow. of prayer. Wow. Yeah. And I, I said, there, ouch, <laughs> ouch. <laughs> like yeah. I'm thinking, wow, you know, I'm so passionate for the Lord. I'm so loyal to the call. And it was in that instant when I was overcome mm. with God, you are totally right. These, these gangsters, mobsters, whatever they are, they're more passionate yeah. about their mission of evil or crime or whatever it is that they're, mm-hmm, that they were mm-hmm. doing than I am about my prayer life. And it was a total wake up call to me. Um, because like, what do you say to that? You know, when the spirit of God really speaks to you and says, you know what? They're, they're more passionate than you are. It convicted me. It, um, offended me. It totally offended me. Yeah, yeah. that's what. Yeah. That's what just the slap in the face. That's what like, the spirit Whoa. of God is good for. <laughs> um, and it was I. I all of a sudden was sort of awake mm, with this yeah. um, n- new understanding of what am I doing? Mm-hmm, like, what mm-hmm. am I doing with my life? I have the opportunity to um, to be passionate about prayer, to see results in my prayer life, and oh my goodness. I wasn't seeing any of that at that time. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that that is when in those moments I w- became very determined. As soon as the Lord, I feel like convicts convicts you, mm-hmm. you um, at least I do. Um, I'm like, you are so dead on. You are so right. I'm horrible at this. Um, I repent. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna like forgive me from being from letting uh, from from not being as passionate about prayer that these gangsters and mobsters are about their mission. And I, I made a decision that night that that would not be the case again. And that's when the term gangster prayer came. So I said, I've hashtagged it for years on a lot mm. of my posts and stuff, but that's where it originated. So obviously this was the beginning of why it, the book was written. Yes. Yeah. hundred percent. That's yeah. fascinating. And you know, <laughs> let me let me just say this. Typically when I hear prayer, I almost have a tendency to tune out and go, Oh, boring. But yes. let me just say I read your book and you you bring such uh perspective and humanity to prayer. Thank you. That you know, you talk about the wrestling concept and and being spirit led, not fear led, and you address a lot of humanity yeah. in prayer. Which is good. And and one of the things that stood out to me is, and we mentioned it earlier in your byline, relentlessly pursuing God with passion. Mm-hmm. And this week, uh, we're going to do a deep dive into gangster prayer mm-hmm. and prayer, but it's not going to be boring. It's why, not the. So why do people say that, Rick? I, you know what? For I me. I had one of my. Let me tell. Let, mm-hmm. let, I had one. Sorry, I'm taking over no, my own show. Well, this I, is your show. I really don't want to take How over dare my you? own show. How dare you? How dare you? But I had a team member and God <laughs> yeah. bless them. But when 
um, they came to me and they said, okay, so I totally get the book. They hadn't read the book yet. Um, but how am I going to pitch this to the people that are in our ministry? Like, how do we market this? How do we, how do we make this exciting? And she, and that's exactly what she thought. Wow. Prayer. Okay. That's kind of boring. Yeah. Yeah. And I was able to, in that phone conversation with her say, this is the exact problem in the Christian world. Yes. They look at prayer like it is like. This is so boring. Oh my! The, uh, you know, you you envision well, an old woman yeah. who's like falling asleep yeah. or something. I mean, it's it's crazy our perspective on mm-hmm. prayer. It's so wrong. It's evil. Well, I I grew up in a very um, let me just say I, I I went to a very strict private school. Okay. And there was you know it's almost like a, a junior high bravado you know on on your prayer. And we'd wake up at six o'clock in the morning and I would have to do an hour of prayer, you know, once a week. We'd oh, have, man. And it was a beat down. First of all, I'm a night owl. I'm mm-hmm. not a morning person. And I felt I didn't feel very religious or spiritual if I didn't serve my hour. So mm-hmm. prayer to me was a, a sentence. It was. Yeah. A, and I'm, I'm telling you, at six in the morning when I'm a teenager being forced <laughs> to go to early morning prayer, I'm like. Oh, this is a beat down. And so yeah. I would just fall asleep pretending I'm praying. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and so everyone has a story like that. But, but in the Christian in the in the But let me tell you've been a Christian for a long gangster time. Gangster prayer though, what yeah. what we do now is we go, well, first of all, let me just say I am so passionate about my wife. Mm-hmm. I love talking to my wife. I miss my wife. When I leave for the the work day, I miss her. And I just, I am head over heels and I can't wait to just talk to her. And when you take prayer, which is kind of what gangster prayer is about, it's passion with God. Mm -hmm. And it's not this religious bravado that Mm -hmm. I've got to serve my time in the morning. No, you know, it's just an attitude all day, isn't it? It's just, it's just a spirit. And you talk to God all day. I feel like um, that is the problem. Like, and I talk about this in the book when it comes to prayer and, and I really hit you pretty hard in the first four chapters. Then I ease up a little bit Mm -hmm. because I feel like I was like beating everyone with the the book. Um, But here we have these churches and I love the church. I mean, I am called to minister to the church, um, uh, love the church, been in church my whole life, but we have, we've seen a shift in church ministry over the last couple decades mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to high production that is extremely yeah. expensive, yep. thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars churches put in their production budget for worship. Here we are now. Entertain us. And yes, come and show us what you got type thing. Um, And then we God calls. He he says, my house shall be called a house of prayer, Mm -hmm. not a house of production. I'm not Hmm. anti-production. I think production is a beautiful resource that we have. However, we have free prayer meetings at churches that are low attended. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a a handful of people that show up to those. Now I'm not, I I don't want to paint with a broad brush. I also, I know that there are several alive churches that have awesome prayer meetings, but as a whole, as I've traveled Mm -hmm, the country mm -hmm. and spoke all over the country, there are churches that have high level of production Mm -hmm. and they'll have a free prayer meeting where we can actually engage the presence of God and request from him and hear from him that are lowly attended. Mm. And um, I, 
I feel very offended by that, if I could yeah. just say that. Yeah. Um, when If God says, if Jesus said, my house shall be a house of prayer, um, why are we not putting more focus? Why is our people not bursting at the doors to get into a prayer meeting where they can actually talk to God, engage with God? One of the things I talk about in the book is, you know, high production um, didn't heal anybody mm-hmm, ever. Mm-hmm. It doesn't save marriages. It doesn't, it doesn't, um, you know, bring that wayward kid home. Prayer does that. Yeah. And yeah. we are missing it as um, church people. If mm-hmm. this is you, don't email me if this is not you and you have a life. Uh, this, this isn't for you. Okay. Um, we're missing it mm-hmm. when we, there's an option for a prayer meeting and we think, oh, that's boring. I don't want to go, which is exactly what you just said. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. That is exactly where Satan wants us to be. He wants us to put more value on the celebrity pastor, the celebrity Christian that's coming to speak. And he wants us to put um, devalue the gift that prayer is. And this book is meant to be a wake up call. Um, not, not me shouting at you, but it's something that had to happen in me and and you don't get my attention. You you don't shout. This is, this is a very, like I'm, I'm reading this and I feel like you're talking to me, you know, having a morning coffee talk. It's very, yes. Exactly what I wanted. Uh, and it's gangster prayer. Autumn's (laughs) third book, uh, autumn miles. This, this, she's, very boldly given me the keys to her show to interview her. I, I trust you, Rick. I guess so. Don't mess it uh, up. I'm, I'm going to try not to, <laughs> but uh, today you can pre-order. It's released tomorrow on the 16th, and uh, you can pre-order today anywhere books are sold. That's pretty cool. It's That's so pretty cool. cool, right? Um, this is going to get intense this week because I have questions for you, and I know a lot of people listening. Yeah. Uh, and... and they're thinking prayer doesn't work. It doesn't work for me. You know, I've prayed for my it. son. My son yeah. is a prodigal son or my daughter just is not coming home. And, or I, my husband is addicted and I have prayed year after year. It, it's, it's not working. And yeah. we're going to, we're going to explore that issue. Yes. aren't we? Yes. Because that's a lot of people. They're thinking, man, it's not working for me. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad we are going to talk about that in detail in the next four days, but I think that's one of the reasons why I wrote it. Clearly, yeah. I had my own wake-up call, and God preached all this stuff to me first. But I got so sick of having God answer other people's prayer, mm-hmm. but not mine. Makes you kind of feel unspiritual. Or like, what's wrong with me? Like, you get mad. I yeah, mean, I yeah. was getting mad. Like, yeah. what am I doing wrong, God? You know, that you would answer. Like, they're not holier than me. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what I thought, yeah. you know? My, my words hit the roof and bounce back. <laughs> why, yeah. why, why did you give them a mate? And, yeah. you know, here I am single for whatever. Right. Why did you give them kids? And mm-hmm, here I am mm-hmm. single for whatever. I mean, let, let's just get real. Why did you heal them, but you didn't heal sure, my sure. family member? Um, why are you not hearing my prayer? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I felt like for a long time I was looking at other people that were getting results, and I wasn't. And I wanted that for myself. Um, w- doing what we do in the ministry, we hear from thousands of people regularly Yeah, yeah. that say, Autumn, will you pray for me? Because I've been praying and God isn't answering. Autumn, 
Will you do this? Will someone pray for me? And I I was so sick of that mentality that God answered theirs prayers and not mine that I that's when I got super super serious and was intentional on why was God not answering mm, my prayers. Yeah. Yeah. What did I need to unlearn in my prayer life that religion had taught me? Because I I was basically born in the nursery of the church. Yeah. What yeah. did I need to unlearn? Pastor's daughter. A pastor's kid. Yeah, He's yeah. still a pastor. My yeah. dad still you know preaches every Sunday. Yeah. Um. But I I picked up religious attitudes mm, mm-hmm. over the years, and I tried to inter uh, use them in my prayer life, and I was mistaking them for biblical principles. A religious attitude. It doesn't matter how much religious people think, like praying every morning at 7 a.m. for one hour, you have to do it or you're unspiritual. That's a re- that's a religious, yeah, um, yeah. you know, box that needs to be checked. I wanted to unlearn all the religious attitudes and I wanted to integrate biblical principles in my prayer life. Because I had been praying the attitudes and not the principles. Mm. And that is where everything changed for me. Wow. Well, Gangster Prayer releases tomorrow. This is your third book. I can't believe it. And I, I want to know what was the tipping point? I, I understand the backstory that you were watching the the documentaries on gangsters. And that was fascinating. I've seen some of those. And they're very... Uh, the loyalty of the the old school gangsters yeah. and all this. Um, and I get, you know, why you chose what, but what actually prompted you? What was the tipping point where you said, okay, this is my third book. I'm writing it. What prompted that? So this is, this is totally the Lord. This is why we should be in prayer on a regular basis. I talk a lot about listening to the spirit of God um, and communicating with him versus at him. I think a lot of people communicate at God and slap an in Jesus name, amen on the end. And they think and they call it prayer when really they're just talking at something mm, and yeah. not to something. Um, so the tipping point for writing the book, uh, I actually had pitched both these books to my agents, a couple uh, agent a couple of years ago. And I um, had written Rahab. I had turned in the manuscript for Rahab. And there's one line in Rahab that I've just said for so many years, prayer is becoming a dead language. Mm, yeah. And my editor read that one line and I, he didn't say much, just out to the side of that one sentence. You can write notes back and forth to each other in the manuscript when the editor is uh, editing it. And he put book question mark. Mm, yeah. And I knew at that moment, he thought, it, I don't know, he probably didn't think anything about it, although he did edit this book too. Mm-hmm. Um, he probably didn't think anything about it, but the Lord told me when I saw that, this is it. Yeah. I want you to write wow. this book wow. and the time is now. That was last, um, I think it was January, last January, February, something like that. Um, and I got literally turned in the proposal, got the book deal two weeks later and here we sit, but I will definitely tell you that um, it was Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit mm, was so involved. Fantastic. Because how many people would look at book question mark and say, "Oh wow, that's really nice." Wow. Yeah, hopefully yeah. one day. Yeah. Um, I don't. I'm an. I'm a. I'm an opportunist man. Yeah. I'm jumping on that. You're thing. a doer. It is today. Today is the day. So two weeks later, we had the book <laughs> wow. deal, and this was totally. I will tell you. I know we have a couple of minutes left, but this book. 
mentally almost killed me. Mm-hmm. Um, I was traveling with Rahab. I had just released Rahab in August. So we're 11 months out from Rahab. Okay? Wow. Yeah. We're not yeah. even a year out. Um, and I came back from traveling. I've been traveling every single week, which I love to do. I mm-hmm. love to travel, mm-hmm. speak and meet the people. Um, but then I had this deadline of December 3rd and it was November and I had like wow. eight yeah. chapters to yeah. write. No pressure there. No pressure. And yeah. I would get in literally like, I don't want to do TMI, but I would get in the shower and I would just ball. Yeah. And I would and, say, and not God, to, not to mention you've got kids, got you've got a radio kids. ministry, I've got uh, so traveling much ministry, stuff going yeah. on. Um, and I would just say, God, I am so empty. Mm. I feel so dry. So your strength is going to have to write this. Mm. And sure enough, I would get my little computer out and, and it would flow. Wow. I mean, so this was written in a season of crushing for me. But um, God kept telling me, you're not going to get the glory for any of this. I'm going to get the glory. And this is how. I can't wait to deep dive more into prayer this week. And it is tomorrow, the release day. It's pre-order day today. You can pre-order today. Tomorrow is the official release date for Gangster Prayer with Autumn Miles. And I will look forward to interviewing you tomorrow. I can't wait to see you again. I'll I'll see you tomorrow. I'll be here. We'll be here. Thank you guys for listening. Go pre, 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 pre pre-order. This is a great book for your uh, small group, Sunday school class, church, husband and wife. Um, This is a book to get absolutely serious about your prayer life and to do this thing um, that we call communicating with God. Love you guys. I'll be right back here tomorrow with Rick Walker on The Autumn Mile Show. The Autumn Miles Show is listener supported and your donation to keep her on the air is much appreciated. To make a donation, visit autumnmiles.com. And if you make a donation of $100 or more, you'll receive an autographed copy of her book of the month. This program is underwritten by Mary Maids of Fort Worth. Your future starts now. Thanks for listening and join us next time for the Autumn Miles Show on the Word 100.7 FM.